What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Beautiful game time, and that means Neil Humphreys is in the house. He's back from his trip to Hong mm. Kong, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ahead of the uh, new Premier League season. Have a good time in Hong Kong? It was fabulous, Jason. I am a big kid, as you know. We went yes. to uh, Hong Kong Disneyland uh, with the whole family. And it was great because very self-contained at, the, at Hong Kong. It's easy to get around. It was very hot. But there's something that happens to parents i.e. my wife and my mother-in-law, when those characters come out. Have you seen them? It becomes a military operation. They're throwing kids over their shoulders. They're knocking aunties into the flower beds. It's, a, it's you know, the Singapore Armed Forces could not compete with a parent racing to the front of that queue to get a photo with Mickey Mouse. And here's the other thing. I was listening on the news there. I don't want to make light of a serious subject, the whole Me Too thing, which, of course, I completely uh, support. But my mother-in-law could be guilty of some serious Me Too crimes against characters, right? (laughs) She's always groping them and, and hugging them. And I tried to explain to her, what do you think you're doing? And she says, I'm hugging Mickey Mouse. I'm like, you know there's someone inside that costume and you're grabbing them around the personals. You can't do that. No, and she, she gets into the zone, my mother-in-law, that it really is Donald Duck and it really is Mickey Mouse and it really is Goofy and it really is Pluto. And you have to say, you're fondling a human being. Put your hands somewhere else, woman. But I have to say, I have to say, in all fairness, she's had a tough year, my mother-in-law. She's staying with us at the moment and she's 67 years old today mm. and she's listening. So happy birthday. Birthday, Janet. I said I'd say happy birthday happy to her. Happy birthday, Janet, from uh, Weekend Mornings on Monday. Brilliant holiday. FM. Time to focus on the yes. beautiful game now. Uh, we talk about Jose Mourinho and Manchester United. Of course, they will kick off the season next weekend. Mm. It's uh, Friday night into Saturday morning. They're at home to Leicester City. Not been a great summer for Jose and co. They did beat Real Madrid, of course, in the mm. ICC in the US. But the signings, Neil, aren't great. No, the signings are not great. The key signing from Shakhtar Donetsk is Fred. I don't get too excited about that. He's bought the, the defender, Jose Diogo Dalot. Again, one for the future from, from Porto. I don't get too excited about that. And a third-choice goalkeeper that's neither here nor there. The issue with Jose Mourinho is he's having another third-season meltdown. We've seen it before. He claims he hasn't, but he's actually done it three times now. You know, he's third-term travails, if you like. Chelsea 2007. And again in 2015 and Real Madrid in 2013. Jose is an exceptionally smart individual. I mean, that's stating the obvious. But he can see what's on the horizon. He knows, he knows he will not challenge Manchester City for the title this season. He will not. If anything, the gap will get wider. The team that's, and we'll get to them later, the only team that I can conceivably see challenging City at the moment is Liverpool. I think their signings of the top six have by far been the best. And we can talk about Liverpool later. But, so he's having this meltdown, and it's all part of an act. But the difference is, he doesn't have, how can I put this, the money in the bank, the goodwill that he's had in the past. You forget, people forget that when he had his third season meltdowns before, he was on the back of a title win. Real Madrid had just won the title. Chelsea had just won the title twice. He's got nothing with Manchester United. Nothing at all. And I think he went too far when he criticised the kids. You know, last week he he criticised the kids. And he said something phenomenal. He said, Alexis Sanchez would be embarrassed to play with footballers like that. You do not mess with the Manchester United Academy, Jason. It is the law. It is sacrilege. Class of 92, mm. Beckham, the Neville mm, Brothers, mm, Butt, mm, Skulls, mm. you know, uh, Georgie Best, Dennis mm. Law, Bobby Charlton, Duncan Edwards. You do not mess with the Academy. The Academy has been around a lot longer than Jose Mourinho mm. and it will still be there after he's gone. Why would you criticise your own kids, your own babies, and savage them publicly? And then the best one, 
Anthony Martial, mm. he's now telling him off for having a baby. <laughs> you know, he's treated this baby like a new signing. He should have had the baby not in the transfer window. It's not a signing, Jose. You don't shoot, you conceive a baby. You don't sign yeah. a baby. But he's had a go at Jose, uh, Anthony Martial for going mm. off to be with his baby. Mm. And I think there's a very interesting comparison here. Gareth Southgate had a similar situation during the World Cup with Fabian Delft. Yes. And he let Delft go. Mm-hmm. It was for one or two days, and then Delft came back, and he, he was there for the quarterfinal. And Gareth Southgate, the gentleman that he is, said, it doesn't matter if they're multimillionaires, worth a fortune, whatever, whatever. You only have a baby. Your baby's only born one day in your life. It can't happen again. I mean, mm. that same baby can't be born again. No. So you've got to be there. So he let him go for that. He keep, Whereas Mourinho keeps complaining about Martial. And what I think you're seeing here is that his previous siege mentality tactics, his, his galvanising ability to make everybody play angry. He used to do it with Chelsea mm. very well, Inter Milan very well, you know, to galvanise everyone against the world. Yep. It doesn't work anymore. No. These players are much more sensitive. They're slightly more mm. snowflakey. Millennials. They're millennial sensitive chaps. <laughs> and if you deny them or you criticise them for going to see their baby being born, it doesn't work. Mm. Anthony Martial already wants to leave. Mm. And here's another interesting thing. Anthony Martial is 22 years old. Yeah. Left out by France from the World Cup. Correct. And that's partly because he just wasn't playing that well at all for his club. Mm. Mourinho has a problem with young, talented, fast, unpredictable footballers. You know, mercurial Mm. winger types. Let's go down the list. He had a problem with Mo Salah. Mm. He he wasn't consistent enough. He had a problem with De Bruyne. Mm. He wasn't consistent enough. Uh, Lukaku even, the first time round. Uh, But particularly with Anthony Martial. Tell me one player, one player who's actually improved considerably in the last couple of years at Manchester United under Mourinho. You really can't. It's hard to think of someone. Martial has stagnated. He Mm. was a key player under Louis van Gaal. Maybe Rashford. Rashford, I would say, is not the same Mm. Rashford who Mm. was there under Louis van Gaal. I think he's he's also plateaued somewhat. But then if you look at Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp, you can pick four or five Mm. players Mm. easily who have improved. And I think the he's playing a very dangerous game here, Jose Mourinho, because... He's trying to play a little bit of brinkmanship with Ed Woodward. Yes, Ed Woodward would trouble, you know, finding snow in the Arctic. I mean, he's not the brightest bulb in the box when it comes to signing players. However, he said, we will try to sign one more. It will possibly be Ivan Perisic. Mm. I actually think Harry Maguire would be a far better signing. Central defender. He He needs a central defender. But if he doesn't, let's not forget the fact that Jose Mourinho's two most expensive signings. Pogba and Lukaku are both more expensive than Manchester City's high, you know, most expensive mm-hmm. signings. So he is spending more money than, than his rivals. He's got nothing to complain about here. I think this third season syndrome will backfire. I think if it continues on this vein, never mind resign, he'll get sacked. Mm-hmm. Because Manchester United are a global brand. They've yep. got to think about their international reputation. This isn't Porto. Mm-hmm. This isn't Inter Milan. He mm-hmm. can't do this. They've got lots of paint sponsors and noodle sponsors <laughs> in this part of the world. A lot in Asia, yes. Yeah, they, well, Money know, FM, we've got to point that out. They're making a lot of money here in ASEAN. Well, Manchester United have an official paint supplier in Southeast Asia. I just wonder if Manchester United <laughs> fans go to the shop in, in Duchette and go, oh, that paint is sponsored by Manchester United. I must use that one. <laughs> and Liverpool fans don't use it. I don't know. But well, yes, they've got an official noodle sponsor, official paint, an official tyre sponsor. Let's not yes, forget that. Yes, yes, of course. So in a, on a serious note, you can't antagonise your global fan base indefinitely with this kind of ceaseless, aggressive rhetoric. Mm. It gets boring. That's the bottom mm. line. It gets boring. We should point out he was in a bad mood because they lost 4-1 to Liverpool uh, last weekend. 
and he was having a go at uh, Jurgen Klopp for spending a lot of money and the pressure's on you. And then yeah. suddenly he gets thumped yeah. 4-1. His mood it gets even worse. Yeah. But let's talk about Liverpool. After, just a second. Yeah. After spending £90 million on, on Paul Pogba exactly. and 75 on Lukaku and then saying in that press conference, the fans should not have paid to see that game. I would, I mean, for heaven's sake, I would not pay to watch that game. You don't pay for any game, Mourinho. You get it for free. That's the whole point. They're paying your yeah, wages. Money is not a problem for him. Oh, my word. All right, let's shift gear yes. to Liverpool because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, they've bought really well. They've spent plenty of money. Very uh, well. Everyone loves Klopp. Uh, Mo Salah hopefully will be as good as he was uh, last season despite... His injury concerns are not a great World Cup for Egypt. So for them, what's mm. the roadmap? This will be their best chance, Liverpool, of challenging for the title. I think Klopp's aware of it. The, the Bostonian owners, the American owners of Liverpool are aware of it. They've given him money like I've never seen a Liverpool club invest so quickly. Four key players, very quickly. Uh, Navi Keita, mm. Keita, of course, was yeah. already signed a year ago, yes. but now he joins from Leipzig. Terrific signing because he will potentially slot in that gap left behind by Philip Coutinho. I mean, they, they tried a few options, but he is meant to be Coutinho's replacement. Fabinho, this is a very key signing for Liverpool. £40 million uh, because in recent history of the English Premier League, the way the game is now played, you simply cannot win the title without a tough, obdurate defensive midfielder and anchor man. N'Golo mm. uh, Kante, Nemanja uh, Matic, mm. and of course Fernandinho at Manchester yes, City. You cannot win a title without that. Yeah. And, and Mourinho has always had one traditionally mm. with SCN and so on and so on. Mm. So Fabinho is going to play that role in front of the back four. We all know they shipped goals for fun last season in Liverpool. Great to watch. Terrifying at the back. Mm. So Fabinho is going to slot in there. But then of course the key is taking a leaf out of Pep Guardiola's book the goalkeeper. You know, the season before last, Claudio Bravo looked like he'd been signed from the Cirque du Soleil <laughs> to do some juggling, to entertain the fans, throwing them in, you know, oh, slipping dear. on banana skins. Yeah. And it made Pep Guardiola's Gegen pressing, counter-attacking, fast, speedy, using the win-backs play. Mm. It looked ridiculous because mm. the spaces were there. Yeah. He brought in Edison. They won the title by 19 points, whatever it was. That is what Liverpool has tried to do with the Brazilian signing of Alisson. Mm. I still think it's too expensive, £56 million. It's a lot of money for a goalkeeper. It's a lot of money. But he can play out with his feet. We saw that during the World Cup. He will be an integral part of their Gagan pressing, fast, counter-attacking mm. system. So, and, and also, just to add on top of that, you've even got Shakiri. Now, Shakiri is a funny one because he won't play regularly. So I'm not sure why everyone's getting so uptight you about Shakiri signing. Goal, right? Yeah, it was fabulous, mm, wasn't it? It was mm. a fabulous goal. Even Sir Alex Ferguson in his Manchester United heyday always had room for a luxury item, a jack-in-the-box, mm. like a Larson or someone like that, mm. or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, someone who will not play every game. No. But when you're play, challenging for silverware on four fronts, it's a close game, you're drawing. If you bring on a Shakiri, it's going to disrupt the opposition. You do not know what this clown's going to do, literally. He mm. could be anonymous, he could be terrific. So even Shakiri, I think, is a good signing. So what you see with Liverpool, clearly, is that the American owners are aware that this is as, probably as close as it's going to get. Because I only see Manchester City potentially pulling further away. They've got that slightly grotesque, bottomless pit of <laughs> petrodollars to call upon. Yeah. So if it's not this season, I don't know when Manchester mm. City is going to be realistically challenged. And I say this on Money FM. You can have too much money. <laughs> and Manchester City can have you? too much money. And for the good of the game... I sincerely hope that Liverpool challenge Manchester City this season because nobody wants a one-horse race mm. every year. So Liverpool, 
Do it for me, Liverpool. Do it for Money <laughs> FM. Give me a Jason something to talk about every week other than the points gap at the top between City and the rest. So I think it'll be Klopp. Klopp is the closest challenger to Guardiola. 